Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Thank you all for coming in and joining us on this Saturday, game day. It is Vol Nation time in Tennessee. And as we have been, we're going to continue our Vol Nation series right now. And we have a very special guest in studio with us, Chris Treese. He's an author. He's also a talk show host. He's a speaker. And also, guys, I want you guys to know as well that later on in the program here, we're going to have uh, Butch Jones, uh, the head coach for the University of Tennessee. So we are absolutely excited about that. So I want you guys to stay aboard so that we can hear that interview uh, in the third segment. We're going to have Coach Jones on. But without any further ado, Chris, thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome, guys. Thanks for having me. I, I, I like the intro. It's hot. You like yeah, that? I like that. like that. We are the hottest radio show in, on the internet. <laughs> no, so so Chris, you know, um, thank you for coming in. And we, we started this Vol Nation series on the strength of Eric Ainge's interview that he did with us. And really, the one thing that we found in that interview was, you know, he kept on talking about why Knoxville was so special, why Vol Nation was so special. So you know, Mark had the idea, Hey, you know what? That would be a great series to have people come talk about why they chose Knoxville. Talk about the, everything revolving around the university of Tennessee. So that's what we're doing. And that's why we have you here. So why don't you tell me first, because you have a, a career that spans, you know, quite a long time. You've done a lot of stuff in your career. So one of the things that I, I, I think is most interesting, you played at Tennessee from 1986 to 1990. Um, but I, one of the things I want you to talk about your first choice was actually not Tennessee. No, it wasn't Tennessee. It yeah. was actually Texas A&M. Uh, yeah. I transfer. I'm originally from East Tennessee in Morristown, born and raised. And I um, graduated, transferred my right before my senior year to Murfreesboro, Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, played on a losing team up here. And you know, my dad took a job with Nissan in Middle Tennessee. So Murfreesboro, Oakland had just won the state the year before. Mm-hmm. And they had a running back, James House, that went to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. So, uh, obviously, there were ties there now because James had went down to College Station. So I was being recruited by Jackie Sherrill. He came in and said, hey, I want you to come and play here. At that time, they put a lot of defensive backs in the league, and they were winning a lot of conference championships. So it was just a natural fit for me to go there, even though I grew up watching Tennessee right. up here. Right. And, and like I was telling Mark, I, the defining moment for me had to be the Sugar Bowl mm-hmm. game against Miami. Because uh, we're all watching that game, and nobody gave Tennessee a shot at all. And then 35-7, best team in, probably in Tennessee history outside of 98, and, you know, here I am. Absolutely. Well, you know, being that you're from Middle Tennessee, you also went to two different high schools as well, correct? Yeah, uh, Morristown West and then Murfreesboro, Oakland. Did and you Barry get Murfreesboro. recruited by <laughs> Oakland or something? How did that work? No, uh, you know, I, I had seen them because they traveled up here to play Jeff County. And mm-hmm. Jefferson County was our big rival playing at Morristown West. And I looked at a lot of different schools in that area, obviously Riverdale because it was in Murfreesboro, Smyrna, mm-hmm. uh, Father Ryan, Montgomery Bell Academy, those two in Nashville. But I, with them winning the state, and it just made more sense for me to go there because – they had yeah. all the notoriety in Middle Tennessee, so yeah. So it wasn't about academics; it was about no. Because I, I mean, my my grades were my <laughs> grades were already solid. I knew that part was right. taken care of. My ACTs were were fine enough to get into UT. But mm-hmm. you know, I got an opportunity to speak with the coaching staff when I went when I ran track over the summer in Nashville, and mm-hmm. I told them you know Oakland was one of the schools that I was looking at, and they talked with my parents, and I almost didn't get to play my senior year though because really? zoning, you know how oh, all that works. Right. So. Um, I lived in a part that was zoned for Riverdale Mm -hmm. and the Riverdale coaches went to the school board and told them that I didn't live in the zone, which we didn't know. Mm -hmm. We thought it was an open school district. And because a real estate agent told us that. Right. (laughs) So after practicing. They just wanted the sale. Right. So after practicing for five days, I was ruled ineligible by the TSSAA and we had to go to court. So five guys that were five kids that were zoned for Oakland 
had to end up going to Riverdale so I could play one season my senior year at Oakland. Otherwise, I was stuck. I couldn't I couldn't have played my senior year. Now, when you were being recruited, you know, you had Lou Holtz, I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken, was recruiting you and I, others. I had some talk from from Coach Holtz at Notre Dame and mm-hmm. Jackie Sherrill, obviously, at uh, Texas A&M, Billy yeah. Brewer at the time at Ole Miss, which I was not going there because right. it was just weird for me for a coach and his wife and family to live in the dorm. Right. So right. That, <laughs> I was out on, on that one. Uh Butch Donnelly from MTSU recruited me pretty hard, but mm-hmm. that wasn't a, a program that was attractive to me just because of the size. Yeah. Well, um, when but, you look back, when you look back and, and think about your recruiting, things have changed so much today as far as how recruits are are kind of brought into the program. And and like you mentioned, I was listening to maybe something you said on your show, or I listen to your show all the time. But one of the things that you were talking about was today you've got the DVD. You can send it to a coach or a coach can send it to you, or you can just pull it up on YouTube, you know? Yeah. So now it's a lot different. Um, the relationship part of this, I think is starting to be started to erode. I think Butch Jones is bringing that back, but for us to, to actually have recruits that have never even had any contact with Tennessee, for instance, a couple that went other places. Right. Things have changed, haven't they? I recruiting? mean, they, they've changed a lot. The relationship part is pretty much out the window. You've got kids now that are committing because you've got a Chick-fil-A on campus. I mean, it's, it's oh, ridiculous. Or, you know, a kid is going somewhere like in Oregon because of the uniforms, the the combination right. of uniforms. So it's it, it has changed a lot. When I went through the recruiting process, you know, you took all of your visits and you fell in love with a particular place mm-hmm. and a style of play. It's, right. it's different now. I mean, right. kids, they it's ADD. Yeah. They <laughs> right. like the shiny thing. So. Well, and Chris was mentioning that all the kids uh, now are starting to commit from Twitter. So you have social media oh, impacting yeah. <laughs> decisions and how they commit. I, I will say this. If – Twitter and Facebook was on back then, mm-hmm. Tennessee would not have had a football team. Mm. <laughs> because we, I mean, right. no, for real. mischievous group that I came in with. There were 22 of us in my class in 86, and I, I don't know if we would have played it down if we, if Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, camera phones, and all that stuff right. would have been out there. Because, you know, 18-year-olds being 18-year-olds. Right. I mean, you know, but it things are just different now. Yeah. I mean, it, so much more exposure uh, you, you can get in trouble over the smallest thing that you say. You, you've got coaches that are backing off commits because they post things that they shouldn't. Right. So it's and that's I think actually something that kids need to understand. Whatever you post on social media, it's out there it's forever. There for forever. I, I ask Anthony Weiner or whatever his name is. I yeah. mean, it's 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 your footprint. Yeah. You're, you're so. But you know, once you actually left the University of Tennessee, you actually went on and did a lot of other things. So um, I know that. You know, you just spoke of the group that you came in with, and you wrote a book actually, Vols for Life, about yeah. those those individuals because of the fact that you guys have stayed together, you guys are, are still friends, which is very unusual, I think. Talk it is. about that. It, it's we had a very special group of twenty two guys, mm-hmm. all different personalities from all different walks of life, all different states. But when we came into the University of Tennessee we knew that we were going to be something special. We had a scrimmage against the varsity who just beat Miami in the Sugar Bowl, and we beat them pretty badly to the point to where coaches were upset. But they knew that we had a very special group. And you don't get to – I tell people this all the time. You don't get or have 1998 without what we did in 89 and 90 with the back-to-back SEC. And something you told me earlier about those guys that you came in with, something that changed their minds just like it changed yours. Wasn't the Sugar Vols? Sugar Vols, yeah. I mean, we had a guy, Vince Moore, he was going to Miami. Preston Warren was going to Notre Dame. Kelly Days was going to Ohio wow. State. I mean, n- none so of it's us— it's not like these guys hung around each other. No, right? I mean, we weren't we weren't coming to Tennessee until right. until then. Because if you go back and look at what we were watching the past couple of years, you know, in— from 82 when we started as freshmen in high school up until that point, Tennessee wasn't very good on the football field. So uh, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, they were more attractive programs. So that, But, you know, when we got here on campus and you, you see the 98,000 is what it was back then, and the fans were still very, very passionate, even though they were going through, you know, that transition of trying to rebuild a football program, um, It's it was different. Did it, you, ever you guys a, went – Go ahead. I was just. Did you ever have a change of heart once you got here? Did you ever? No, regret not that? not at all. When when I got here, I had a little bit of concerns because 
I was going to be close to Morristown again, and I didn't want that type of distraction mm. just 45 minutes down the road with guys that I, and people that I went Old to high school friends. with. Yeah, I didn't want that <laughs> popping out of the closet, you know, because yeah. you know, I'm on campus now trying to start, you know, right. a new life. But right. it, it, no regrets at all, you know, and I loved every single minute of my time at UT, even when we went through the 88 season and we That's started actually, out 0-6. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it brought us very, very close as a team. So. That's something I wanted to talk about because – I remember that was when I be, really was a huge fan, and that's when I started. And I, I was there, you know, during that 0-6 oh, part. I was too. And so, you know, and there was a lot that people went through because Tennessee yes. had not seen that. And and I'm sure that was your freshman year, right? That was my sophomore year. It was year. your sophomore I mean, that, year. My red shirt sophomore year. Because okay. my, my first year in 86, we went 7-5. and five. We played All Minnesota right. in the uh, Liberty Bowl in Memphis, beat Minnesota, beat them. I can't remember what the score was, but they had a pretty decent team. Uh, the next season, we won oh, 10 yeah. games. We won 10 games and, and beat mm-hmm. Indiana in the Peach Bowl. Started out in the kickoff classic in New York against Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first time I'd ever played. And I was, cause Coach Majors would always redshirt the freshman. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 88, you know, we had everybody coming back. We knew that we were just going to run the table, win a national championship. You know, we had Reggie Cobb running the ball. Our defense was solid. We go to Georgia and it just, Came un, just came apart. I mean, for for no reason. And then I don't know what happened that year. I mean, and I asked all my teammates, "Do you know what happened?" And right. we prepared the entire summer. Nobody went home. I mean, mm-hmm. we stayed here. We worked out. We conditioned. Do you think uh, it was almost psychological in that you guys were so prepared, you were so ready, and also, you know, the fact that you guys bounced back the way you did and persevered and actually won, I guess, six in a but, row yeah. and continued on. I mean, that had to have taught you a lot of lessons about life. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, to never give up, to stay the course. Um, because during that stretch, we only lost one game. Mm-hmm. After we started 0-6, we lost to Alabama the following year because we were 11-1. and So it, 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 And I wow. can remember Marion Hobby standing up after the Alabama game. We lost 28-20 in, in 88, and he goes – we're not going to lose another game. Of course, it wasn't that clean, but right. you know, we're, we're we're not we're not going to lose another game. This is it, right. and and we didn't until the following year at Alabama. And the whole Alabama thing, I never beat them in my career. I think it was mental mm-hmm. because we had teams that were better than Alabama. We go down there in '87, ranked number five in the nation, and get beat 41-22. I mean, yeah. no explanation for it. So it, it was just that week was a whole lot different, and. Yeah. I put some of that on the coaching staff because you could tell that everything got tighter Alabama week. Mm-hmm. It got tight right. after the ball after the Saturday ball game. Is that when Johnny Majors was making you guys practice two sets of practices? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> if I told him the story before he came on, yeah. if Coach Majors didn't like a practice. I can remember being two periods away from being finished. He would start practice up. Oh, <laughs> we didn't have gosh. we didn't have a twenty hour rule. That was right. we we practiced until Johnny got tired. Yeah. Oh, so whenever you were in the midst of that and, you know, you had all of these friends that you were creating and you guys were in Knoxville. So, you you know, you had that established kind of um, area that that you were that you were beginning your your life in. Did you ever think while you were going through that, that Knoxville was going to be where you would stay? Or was it like, I'm going to go to the NFL? A lot of players think. Yeah, I mean, you think you're going to go to the NFL. And then when you're here, you know, you want to try and see what else is out there for that, you know, career-wise what you want to do but yes the ultimate goal is the nfl and i i got a i got a taste of it i, I did go to california and try and i wanted to try out with the Chargers because anthony miller was out there mm-hmm. uh blew my knee out but then i fell in love with california and i stayed out there for a couple of years uh but then i, I but i made my way back yeah. to east tennessee so and so when we get back from the break i do want to talk about why you chose east tennessee and what it makes it so special. And also because this is a place where a lot of people start families. And so when they start a family, one of the rituals is on Saturdays, you go to, you have game day and you're going to be hosting a game day downtown um, coming up later this afternoon. And I know you're excited about that, but we can talk a little bit about why it is that Vol Nation is so special and what really brings that magic out during the fall. Cause I mean, I'm so excited. I can't even hide it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got chills right now just yeah. thinking about it. Absolutely. Well, we have Chris Trees here today with us. We're continuing on with the Vol Nation series. 
Um, we're very excited about it. And I want you guys to know that our show will be up here a little bit later um, in the hour, and we'll be able to get that so you can share it with friends and family. And don't forget as well, we have Butch Jones in the third segment. We're going to have an exclusive interview with Butch Jones here on game day. So we want to thank everybody for coming in and joining us. Don't forget facebook.com slash the housing hour. Also our Twitter handle is at the housing hour. We'll be right back guys right after these messages. Where is this going to come from? There's no way. How am I going to pay my mortgage? First, I'd lose my job. And now, I'm about to lose my house. What happened to the American dream? There's got to be something I can do. There is. Keep My Tennessee Home has U.S. funds for struggling Tennessee homeowners. Visit Keep My Tennessee Home at keepmytnhome.org and see if you qualify today. I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Home ownership matters, and Mortgage Investors Group wants to help you with all your home financing needs. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, our federally licensed loan officers are ready to help you sort through all the mortgage loan options. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Hi. I'm Brantley Rivers with Acme Block and Brick. Is your backyard ready for the warm weather? The flowers are blooming, the beds are mulched, and the shrubs are trimmed. But is there something missing that you just can't seem to put your finger on? Well, at Acme Block and Brick, our family-owned business has been helping families just like yours since 1942 get the full potential out of their yards by using our hardscape design. We carry high-quality brick and stone products such as Pine Hall, Belden, and Belgard products. And Acme Block and Brick has the professional staff that has the experience to take your backyard and turn it into the outdoor living space of your dreams. Our helpful staff will also listen to your concerns, work with your budget, and provide the right ideas that will enhance your yard's full potential. So come visit one of our three locations in Kingston, Crossville, and Alcoa or check us out online at acmeblockandbrick.com. Enhance your curb appeal and see what a little stone can do for you. See what a little stone can do. Acme Block and Brick. Hey, I'm Kevin Ray, host of The Housing Hour. Please join me and my co-host Mark Griffith every Saturday from 8 to 9 as we bring you the latest news from the housing market. And be sure to check out our website, thehousinghour.com, for great resources on housing-related issues and link to our archive shows. So join me, Kevin Ray, and Mark Griffith each week as we tackle issues of home ownership. The Housing Hour is a locally produced show presented by Mortgage Investors Group. The Housing Hour, Saturdays from 8 to 9, right here on WOKI. It's a fact. You can make thousands of dollars flipping houses. Discover the secret house flipping formula from Dave and Pete, the stars of A&E's number one hit show, Flipping Boston, for free. Hi, it's Pete and Dave. We're giving you our flipping formula for free. It's what we use to find the right house, flip it fast, and get paid. It's time to stop just talking about flipping houses and start doing it. Now is one of the best times in history. USA Today reported that you can make thousands of dollars in profit flipping houses. In New York City, the average profit was over a hundred. 118 grand. Omaha, it's over 71,000 bucks. Lake Havasu, Arizona, the profit per flip was $87,000. And we're going to show you how we do it for free. Stop dreaming. The houses are there. The opportunity will never be better. And for a limited time, the flipping formula is free. Call now, 800-322-1859 for your free flipping formula strategy guide DVDs. Just pay processing. That's 800-322-1859. 800-322-1859. Monday morning on the Triple H Morning Show, County Mayor Tim Burchett in studio talking about the local impact of Obamacare, a can't-miss interview. Plus, the immigration bill may have a Senate majority thanks to Senator Corker. Details Monday. Now go enjoy your weekend. 
We put the saddle of truth on the stallion of talk starting at 530 Monday. The Halloran Hilton Hill Morning Show. Talk it up. News Talk 98.7 WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. It's football time in Tennessee. I've always wanted to do that, Mark, and I just got to do it. That sounded great. That's awesome. Well, we're back in here. We have Chris Treese here today with us. He was a defensive back, free safety, I guess, right? Is that strong, strong, strong safety. safety? Yeah. Um, and so he's here with us, and he played from '86 to '90. And we're talking about his time at the university and what all he went through. And we're talking about as well, you know, what it means really to be uh, a VFL for him and Vol Nation and what it is that makes it so special. So we're going to continue on with that conversation. And Chris, I think one of the big things now that we have um, as it regard as regards to um, the Vol Nation series. We want at the, some point, and today is the, that moment where we're going to talk about, you know, what makes it so special. You know, Vol Nation. I mean, what is it? There's something about it. You it's know, it's, it's it's the fans. Yeah. And, and no matter how many years you played, how many years ago you played, Tennessee fans are so passionate that they're going to remember, and then they just come up to you and start talking about plays that you made during your career, mm-hmm. and. They're just a very special group. And plus Knoxville is just so welcoming, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everywhere you go, it's just, it's, it's a big city with that small town feel. Right. So it's, it's not too big like Nashville where you can get lost in the shuffle, mm-hmm. but Knoxville is just, is just home, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, I grew up in East Tennessee, mm-hmm. 45 minutes away in Morristown. So uh, I consider Knoxville my home. Right. Now you left for a while and went I did. out to Cali, I guess. I was in Cali, yeah. and then I came back uh, on to Tennessee in Middle Tennessee and got in your profession. I was in the mortgage career, <laughs> yeah. uh, mortgage industry for sixteen years, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Middle Tennessee. That's why I like him so much. Yeah, yeah so I was I was there in, in Franklin and, and yeah. doing that the whole housing thing, and then did you um, do Kenny Chesney's loan over there? No, but I, I did I did some country artist loans there yeah. in, in Franklin and, and a Are couple you of tight in getting back into it. Uh, you know, he asked me that the other day and I said, uh no, I enjoy yeah. doing what I'm doing too much now. But yeah, yeah, that that business has changed so much. I wouldn't even know where to start. Right. Well to, to wrap know. my head around it to try to get back in it. <laughs> well, Knoxville has great schools, um, has great kind of infrastructure as as you know, we have a lot of people that come in here from Oak Ridge all the way out to down to Chattanooga. I mean, you've got a, a great area, this corridor right. of, of things going on. Um, but what were some of the reasons that you chose to come back to Knoxville? Well, my story is a little bit unusual because, you know, the floods hit in Nashville mm-hmm. and I was here working on Vols for Life, the book, and I uh, got a call from my mother and she said, you can't come back to Nashville for a while. And I was like, why? You know, she goes, well, the interstates are shut down mm-hmm. and Williamson County, which is where Franklin is, is completely underwater. Mm-hmm. So I lost everything in the floods. Oh, the only no. thing I had with me was a couple travel bags and a couple suitcases because I was going to stay in Morristown for a couple weeks. So my situation is a little bit different where I was forced to move right. back. I mean, I could have went back to Nashville, but right. I chose to stay. Mm-hmm. So, But it's I stayed here and completely rebuilt my life. I mean, I had, right. to, re, I had to start over from nothing. Right. Well, that's really interesting because there's a lot of things that you can do when you are faced with that type of adversity. Some people yeah. would just give up and give up is has many different meanings. Right. Um, but persevering. And I think those are some of the traits that you learned really growing up in Knoxville. Absolutely. I mean, had we not gone through the season that we did in 1988, I don't think I could have came out of the funk, so to speak, mm-hmm. to start over just because we were taught so much during that season. I mean, the coaching staff put a lot of pressure on us. They mm-hmm. took our training table away from us. So wow. we no longer had the T-bone steaks with the shrimp and everything. Mm-hmm. It was cold cuts thrown on the table. They didn't even take the twist tie off the bread. (laughs) Isn't it interesting that we had Inky Johnson on and he talked Mm -hmm. about adversity kind of forming him and his character. You're, you just described the same thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and you know, going through that process of of losing everything because I had just left Franklin to, to come and visit family up here. And then, you know, I had the house, I had the two cars and, you know, the clothes and everything else. And then when you go back, there's tape on your, you know, caution tape on your house and uh, a sign that says this dwelling is uninhabitable. Yes. And, you know, houses are gone and I had nowhere to live. And this is a mortgage that I've been paying on for about 10 years. And, you know, 
I I was doing everything the right way, and then it's gone. Man. And then and then obviously you don't have flood insurance because I didn't live in a floodplain. Yeah, you're and in then, Nashville. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know you call FEMA for help, and no, the house costs too much, so we can't help you with anything there. Uh, mm. Homeowners insurance doesn't cover, or vehicle insurance doesn't cover. You know the vehicles that were ruined because I had rented a car to come up here. Mm. So it's when I when I Good. tell you that I lost everything, I lost everything. Oh man, I mean that's unbelievable. I mean, and there's so many things you think about people who experience that in Nashville, and I don't think people understand all no. across the state how devastating it no. was. I mean, it was. The, it was the pictures. Bad. The pictures you saw were just of areas that they could get to. Mm. And Davidson County, that's what they were showing pictures of. But Williamson County was actually hit harder than Davidson County. Mm-hmm. Can we get you to describe the two books that you wrote? You yeah, wrote two, absolutely. didn't you? Yeah, the, the first one, which, you know, we were talking about Tim Davis before the show. Uh, he came and spoke with you guys. He's a mastermind at branding. Mm-hmm. And I, I had worked with him for many, many years uh, in terms of the mortgage business. And he said, I told him I wanted to get out because I felt like something was going to happen with the housing market. And his, <laughs> he said, write a book. And I was like, dude. I'm not writing a book. I don't even like to read. So he was like, you got to write a book if you want to start speaking. And he explained all that to me. So it took me 13 months to write the first one because I didn't know if it was put together right. I didn't know. Oh, was, that dri- was that? Well, that was driven. Okay. Yeah. It's, it, driven is a motivational book about overcoming adversity. And um, so I didn't know if I had enough. Because when you're writing your first one, you're looking at it and go, do I have enough words in this book? Is it? clear enough is it a clear enough message where people are going to get it so uh, i got smarter on the second one though balls for life i actually did a recording of all my teammates and the coaches coach majors coach former and all the guys and i had somebody type it so that project went very very quickly and it actually ended up being a bigger book i think it was 432 pages but the stories in that book are just you know phenomenal i catch myself going back reading it all the time just because you you can read it, but then when you go back and reread it, you'll always pull something else out of it. Now, they can purchase your book at your website, correct? Correct. ChrisTrees.com. Okay, mm-hmm. ChrisTrees.com, and you can just click right there. You have um, the books on sale there for people to be able to purchase. And, you know, I was just looking at your site in the Vols for Life. Um, it's a very interesting cover. I like the cover of that. That's really that's cool. the one thing that I will thank Derek Dooley for yeah. because he oh, had really? to sign off on that. It is all of our names in the shape of the power T, uh, all 22 guys. And wow. on the back of it, it's got the endorsement from coach majors and coach former. And you can actually get a copy locally too at hound dogs, hound dogs uh, okay. on Kingston Pike. So, um, yeah, but coach Dooley, he did allow me to use mm-hmm. that, which the Pre- one thing he the did one right. thing he did right, but we because we didn't think it was going to work. We were yeah. like, uh, "That's a power tee. There's no way he's going to sign off on that." And and he did. That is awesome. Well, in the remaining moments, we only have one minute left. But um, what do you think about Butch Jones? What, what's he going to do? You know what? I, I think he's going to turn this program around. I think we finally have the right guy. We have a true football coach back in here. He's old school. He reminds me a lot of former and coach majors combined. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we have the right guy with the right attitude and. It's, I'm excited to see them play later today. So I'm really excited about the product that's going to be on the field. And he also looks like General Nealon a little bit as well. He does. He's he's rocking the short flat top. And yeah, he's, (laughs) but you know what? He's, he's a true football coach and everything that he preaches about family is genuine. Yeah. And and that's a relationship. Yeah. And that's evident with him bringing back all the former players and giving us full access. He kept, he keeps saying, and I hear him all the time. This is in a, he's in a development business. Yes. He's developing people. Football is second. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he, he wants to develop young men. And yeah. if you do it the right way, then they'll be productive off the field. And But you also have that product on the field that everybody's going to be extremely proud of. Well, we appreciate you coming in today. Thank you so well, much, and good luck uh, later today. Thanks for having me, guys. I enjoyed good it. see you, Chris. Absolutely. Chris Treese, you can find him at christreese.com. All of his information is right there. So Chris is now headed down. He's going to get situated and get ready for the big game. And he sounded but, really fired up for the game. Yeah. So it's it's good to see that that blood orange still boils in the veins. Huh? Oh, I tell you. And, you know, I've listened to a few interviews with him on just YouTube and some different places. And, you know, he talks about that magic, you know, being in Neyland and having the experience that you have. And you played in the band. You you were able to stand on whatever yard line you were. And, oh, and- absolutely. You know, opening up the tee is the most uh, fun thing that you could ever do. He talks about the most exciting thing of his career was running through the tee. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a, a band geek, uh, <laughs> it's opening up the tee, you know, right. and playing that fight song. So that's pretty cool. 
That's incredible. I, you know, I forget sometimes that you did that and not nobody there's, there's maybe how many, I, don't I know. was uh, actually in the last group of band members that opened it up on the, uh, the T on the East oh, student yeah. East. And then, um, or, or yeah, that's it. We, it's student East. And then we turned the T formation the next year to open up, uh, on the, the, uh, North side. Yeah. That's incredible. Did you notice, and this is a little bit off subject, but it has to do with UT that they're selling the band hats. Did you get a, a one of yours, a hundred bucks, some of the original ones, cause they're buying new ones. You could take your Nealon stadium memento home with you and it's a hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> I, I did not see that. I thought it was kind of interesting, but I tell you what the plume Mm-hmm. Is it was real ostrich feathers, mm-hmm. and they're like a hundred bucks a piece for the plume. The, wow. the white thing that's on top of the helmet. You know, did you wear one of those? Oh, absolutely, you had to wear Do one. Do you have any pictures by chance? We need to get those up yeah, on actually, our Facebook. Actually, there page. was a book that was written uh, several years ago, and there's a picture of it, and there's me playing the trumpet, but I forgot the name of the book. No kidding. I, I can't. I don't know why I got on the picture. Interesting, of, but anyway. Well, Chris was very nice to come in, especially with his busy day today. And, you know, Chris experienced some interesting times back in 86 through 1990. You know, you had a lot going on. I, I just I didn't realize how successful they were starting in um, mid-year in 88. And, oh, yeah. I that, mean, they that's... won, you know, like 13 of, no, 18 of 19 games, I think. Yeah, it was. You know, the other thing that you got to remember back in the 0-6 and season uh, and, and for Fans that went to every game, which my buddy and I, uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Simpson, who right. comes on. Our we, expert. We, our expert. Uh, we used to go to those games. It would rained almost every single game. Mm. It was terrible weather. And sometimes it cold. In the Kentucky game, and You I had think, to walk up the hill both it, ways. It was, it was br- yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> Not only that, but I think it was the Kentucky game or the Vandy game. It rained and it snowed that day. It thundered and lightning, rain and snow. Are you a serious? Little bit of snow. It was like everything. It's That's like crazy. Everything else. No, I guess it was in Kentucky because we won those games. It was right. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we don't lose to them. <laughs> Except for lately, we unfortunately. Yeah. You know, so so Chris Chris also pointed out too, which, you know, his his book Driven, I think, is exactly his story. And it's all in one because Driven is about persevering and, and him going through what he's went through personally. Um, changing careers professionally, losing his house to the flood, you know, his mom telling him, Hey, you can't come back to Franklin. You know, I mean, that's really what kind of incorporates everything, all of the characteristics, all of the traits that, that we have, I think as, as Americans, frankly, and he really just, it's, it's really just a microcosm of, of the entire society. And so I think his book would be a real good read. And then also Vols for Life. I think that's an interesting book as well. I have not read either one unfortunately but i'm gonna read both yeah and uh you know one of the things we were talking about off off air um he talked about johnny majors and i said what's the biggest piece uh that you remember about johnny majors and he told me that it was about life uh outside of the uniform Mm. it's just how he gave you life principles of how to live Mm. how to be a better person how to be a better student and and a better volunteer so, wow. I mean, and that's exactly what Fouad Reves said mm-hmm. in, in his interview. So Absolutely. all the coaches, they, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and you look at our coaches, and it's almost like a presidency in a lot of ways because, you know, mm-hmm. you've you've only had, what, uh, four coaches in the last whatever. I mean, it's, it's a long time. Um, we had the Kiffin and the, the Dooley. But <clears throat> other than that, you had a long career for these folks. And, and, and I think the Inky made that mention as well that he helped what Fulmer's big thing was he wanted to make you a good man he wanted mm-hmm. to help you to be able to go beyond football and learn what you're going to do and, and and also they're going to be husbands they're going to be fathers they're going to be whatever someday and that's really more important than football and we have all those coaches that were vols for life I mean mm-hmm. all of them all the past coaches Fulmer mm-hmm. Going back, we're all big Tennessee Kiffin, fans. Kiffin still wears a Tennessee shirt under his. <laughs> yeah, I know what he, he might do with that one. Yeah, but uh, you know the the great thing about it is Butch Jones has a chance to uh, to to start a legacy of his own, and That's I right. just wish him the best and looking forward to this game. Yeah, this and afternoon. Butch Jones. Speaking of that, right after this break, we're going to have Butch Jones for you right here on the Housing Hour. We're going to talk to him about. Tennessee, about family, faith. We're going to talk to him about things that you might not uh, normally hear Butch talk about. And it specifically goes back now to the way it was before. I think the way that Coach Fulmer was, the way that Coach Majors was, you know, building those relationships. So 
you guys got to come back and join us right after these messages. Thank you all for stopping in today to the housing hour. We'll be right back in just a few moments. Market realities in the housing market are making this a great time to buy. Home prices are right. Rates are rock bottom low. It's time to act. But you need a company primed to help you take advantage of the great opportunity. That company, Mortgage Investors Group. Refinancing. First, let's talk about that. What if you could take your 30-year mortgage and turn it into a 15? You could save hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mortgage Investors Group can get it done with payments close to your 30. That way, your house can be paid off before the kids finish high school. If you're a first-time homebuyer, you're going to love Mortgage Investors Group. They have programs where you don't have to make a huge down payment, plus their information is accurate and reliable, and they get their deals done in 30 days or less. Best in the state for 10 years running. Go to their great new website, MIGonline.com, and find one of the 18 locations closest to you. The opportunities are real. The American dream is within reach. Let's get started. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Equal housing lender, mortgage license 109111. Buying a home makes a lot of sense. Even though home values are increasing, rates are still at an all-time low. Mortgage Investors Group is ready to help you take advantage of these dynamic market conditions. With 18 Tennessee locations, MIG has dedicated itself to taking a caring approach to all your home mortgage needs. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us at MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solutions for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. MIG is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Dear, we gotta clean up the yard. We need a place for the lawnmower and yard equipment. Hello, Backyard Creations. Can I order a custom storage building? And what about these car parts and this old car of yours? Oh, can I also get one of your 595 carports? And it sure would be nice to have a place to sit and relax. Can you build me a gazebo, too? Backyard Creations. They'll build just about anything you need. Top quality materials, long-lasting results. Visit online at bycknoxville.com or call 938-9300. Backyard Creations, serving the Knoxville area since 1995. Are you in the market to purchase a new home? Many first-time homebuyers and veterans qualify for 2 or 4% down payment grants from the Tennessee Housing Development Agency. THDA offers 30-year fixed-rate mortgages insured by FHA, VA, USDA, or conventional loans. For more information, please visit our website at www.thda.org. Hey everyone, this is Kevin Ray with the Housing Hour, and we want you guys to call Josh White at Home Harvest. Josh can build a vegetable garden in your backyard any size that you want, and that's what he does. He can help design a plan for you and your garden. Call Josh today at Home Harvest, and that's at 865-712-2745. Home Harvest, 865-712-2745. Summer sunshine for Saturday with a high of 88. Isolated thunderstorms back in your forecast for Sunday with a high of 87. From the VLT Local Lake Weather Center, this is meteorologist Scott Blaylock. Why wait? Get caught up on the day's biggest news plus sports, weather, and other music. Running her hands through my pro. Bouncing on We had the mayor of Knox County rapping on our radio station. The News Talk 98.7 Evening News. Another first. Every weekday at 6. WOKI. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into Vol Nation series here at the Housing Hour. 
And we do need to give some shout outs real quick. This is Kevin Ray, first of all, your host. And I want to tell you guys a few places that you guys need to go visit so that uh, we can help our sponsors out and they can help us. And they've really taken good care of us. And that would be, we have a new sponsor for this Vol Nation series, and that is volnation.com. You go check them out. It's the volnation.com. It's, it's as simple as that. It's a great website. I know that you already know about it. It's volnation.com. They have more subscribers than any other social uh, forum. And we know the Grand Poobah. That's right. Exactly. He likes to stay anonymous. But but also the Knox Homes magazine. We want to tell you guys to go check them out as well. The KnoxHomes.com color copied uh, real estate book that has all of your homes that are for sale in the area. Go check them out as well. Um, Also, Admiral Title. Admiral Title, of course, has been around for over eight years. They do a great job for you in your real estate closings. Give them an opportunity to build a relationship with you. It is Admiral Title, 865-531-6060. So we have um, this interview coming up that I'm very excited about. Um, Butch Jones game day. It was such a nice thing for them to help us and come and, and, and share some moments with us. And you showed a great spurt of speed to run him down. Yeah. Catch that, this interview. It was very difficult because they obviously, you know, have a, a tight schedule and they, I, that made, they made that very clear to me that yeah. it was going to be difficult to get it squeezed in. Um, but definitely I'm excited about that. And I think you guys will definitely love to hear it. It's, it's going to be a different interview than you would normally hear Butch give. So why don't we go ahead and cue that up? I caught up with Butch Jones. Go ahead and cue that up. We're here with coach Jones, the head football coach for the university of Tennessee coach. Thanks for coming in with us today. Well, as always, thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. And I know that you're getting revved up. The first game is just right around the corner here. And I know that there's a lot of excitement in Knoxville. Um, we really started this Vol Nation series on the housing hour. We didn't necessarily want to talk X's and O's. We wanted to learn more about what our current VFLs, our past VFLs, really thought about our community and why it may, why Knoxville, this area, um, is such a special place. And, and you know, that buzz that happens at Neyland Stadium, which you'll soon find out firsthand. You know, we have 39,000 people coming to practices and things like that. Can you put a finger on it for us and maybe describe what is it about Vol Nation that makes it so special? Well, you just said it's special. And I've said it, and I'll continue to say it. There's only one Tennessee, and it's a pride of who we are. I think there's a standard, there's an expectation that uh, you know that is that uh, goes hand in hand with uh, University of Tennessee football, and uh, it's a standard, and it's an expectation, it's a passion, uh, it's a pride, and uh, you know we really try to educate our players on the responsibility that occurs when you come to the University of Tennessee. And also we've, uh, even in this recruiting class, you know, we're talking about that as well. So, you know, I think all you have to do is you have to look at the illustrations in one week, the magnitude of Tennessee football. It started off with over 3.2 million hits on Google uh, Mm. based on, uh, you know, the smoky gray uniforms. And then you have an individual, and Eric Spolstra who's won two, Back-to-back NBA World Championships comes and spends a day with your football program. And then you follow that up with 39000 for practice. Yeah. And uh, this is a very, very special place, as you know. Yeah, and you know, that's such a good point. You know, there was so much excitement about the jerseys, which I love, by the way. And everybody I've talked to absolutely loves. So you did a good job there. Um, but one of the things that just that rings so true when I think about you know, the Butch Jones story, the rise to the top of Butch Jones and, and the relationships that you've created along the way. And what I see you doing from the outside looking in, granted, I mean, I listen to the talk shows and the radio and all of that as well. Um, but could you talk a little bit about the relationships and why relationships are so important to your philosophy? You know, I read somewhere where, you know, even a beat writer up in Saugatuck, where you're from, Saugatuck rather, um, you offered you offered your a room at your mother's house for them to stay when they were visiting. So it's about the relationships. You know, nobody would do that unless you wanted to build relationships. It, well, that's yeah. that's exactly what it's all about. Is it's all about people and relationships. And I say it in recruiting all the time: is people make a place. You know, and we're in the developmental business. You know, we're in the building people, and that's why we take such great pride in in our football program in terms of making them better people, better football players, better student athletes, you know, because they've been in our program. And, uh, you know, when they come 
play at the University of Tennessee for this coaching staff, they're not getting a four or five year commitment. They're getting a lifetime commitment. Mm. And we live that. And, you know, some of the greatest things that I take great pride in is, is that when you have former players that that get their degree and they're successful and they keep calling you and they keep relying on the experiences that they had in their program. And, uh, you know, I'm excited today because we sent out care packages to all of our players in the National Football League. Mm. And just to thank you for them being a part of the program. And right now the Twitter universe is blowing up because of all the thank yous. And that's what makes – you know, things special. It's, it is. It's all about people. And you know what? Uh, not only myself, but this entire staff, we've worked from ground zero. We've worked from the level, you know, from, from just building it, rising to the top brick by brick, you know, starting off at being a grad assistant, working at the Division Three, the Division Two, you know, the lower Division One levels. And when you get to a place like this, I think it really makes you appreciate it that much more. Yeah. And, and you, when you started your coaching career, you had an opportunity after you were injured, because I think you played running back and some wide receiver at Ferris State. And so your, your career was cut a little early. Um, you had the opportunity to kind of, I guess, in, had an internship um, down in Tampa Bay, if that's not, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That is correct. And that really, you know, really, really helped put me on the path to where I'm at today and to be able to walk into a professional organization and learn from ground zero, you know, from the right. best of the best. And, you know, a lot of those relationships uh, that were formulated and built there, you know, are still carry on today. And, you know, I joke about it is, is a lot of the, uh, the, uh, you know, a lot of their personnel staff that were just breaking in the same time I was breaking and we were at Tampa Bay together. They're all general managers now in the National Football League. Right. So, you know, we've really developed a bond and some friendships. So that's always great to see. Well, you know, one of the things that really just really sold me on Butch Jones was early on when I found out and heard that, you know, this is your dream job. You know, the University of Tennessee, you know, that comes back to the rise to the top. You've been to Central Michigan, Cincinnati. You've 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 cut your teeth in some other programs and this is the top of the the best of the best. And, you know, I re-listened to your Bob Kessling interview that you gave the day that you gave your um, opening remarks, and and it just brings chills to me because I'm a huge fan and I'm passionate about it, you know. And um, the one thing that I'd like to maybe hear from you um, is – you know, what do you, what are your plans for the University of Tennessee? Because, you know, you, you know, you're in a rebuilding phase right now. I know you've got the number one recruiting class in America. You've got recruits that, and you, you've really taken over the state as far as recruiting goes. Do you plan on continuing to, you know, expand that circle? Are you going to focus on a particular area? How, what are your plans as it relates to that? Well, first of all, is, you know, we have to stay focused on the task at hand and the two things right now that, you know, that, uh, you know, that we're doing in our program right now is, first of all, is we're developing our current football team. We're, con- we're developing every player in our football program, you know, to make sure that they're the best person, best student, uh, best human being they can be, best football player, and develop them to their fullest potential. And then the next thing is going out and attracting the highest character, uh, highest level, highest caliber football player that we can co- possibly attract to the University of Tennessee, individuals that want to get a college degree, individuals that dream of playing in the National Football League and want to win national championships. Well, before, That's what we're doing. Well, that's that's incredible. That's fantastic. And before I let you go, in the remaining moments that we have, I know that, of course, you're married, Barbara, and you have three sons, Alex, Adam, and Andrew. Um, you know, one of the things that I read about you and some of your biographies is that your father – was a police chief in a small town, and that required him to be away a lot during his career. You know, you have found a person, what it sounds like an incredible person, that all I've heard of, that's there also helping to raise your family while you have other responsibilities. Talk about how that happens. I have a a brother-in-law who's in the Army, and he's been to Afghanistan. He's been, you know, three tours, and, and it's that same mentality. You know, while you're away, you're being taken care of at home. Talk about that relationship, if you don't mind, um, and how that works in your career and others. Then they see that, and I think they can implement some of those things in their lives as they leave the university and, and have those family units. Sure. Well, you know, you know, I say it all the time, is everything is about family, and every program says it, but you have to live it each and every day. And first of all, you know, our coaches' families are around our program all the time. Why? Because I want our current team, I want our current players to know my wife. I want them to know my three boys. I want them to see us as husbands, as fathers. 
you know, and develop that relationship. But, you know, it takes a very special person to be married to a football coach because, as I say, while we're raising 105 other people's children, they're raising our own children. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a hobby uh, in our household. It's our life. And, uh, you know, our family lives and dies on game day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, it's what we're all about. Tennessee football is at the center of our family, just like every coach's family. So um, I've been very blessed and fortunate to have a great wife and three boys, 16, 12, and 6. Mm. And uh, they love the Vols. And I tell you what, we love living here. All of our coaches are now in place. They've either purchased or they're in the process of building homes. And the Knoxville community is a very, very special community, to say the least. Well, I, I, I agree completely with you there. And um, we do appreciate you spending a few moments with us, and you know we we had we had the the great pleasure of having Inky Johnson on last week, and he's a real true VFL, and I think that the the same things that Inky talked about in his interview with us about what is important and in, in, in striving to to do the best you can, and some of the characteristics that you shared and that I've read about you, I think that that absolutely in, in, incorporates all of those things, and Inky is a living representative of what a VFL is all about. Absolutely, and. and and, you know, speak in the last 30 seconds so we have a little bit what you think about Inky Johnson. Love everything about him. Love what he stands for. Uh, he's meant so much to me. Um, he's an inspiration. He's an inspiration to all. And he devi- he defines what a vault for life is. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. And Butch Jones, um, good luck uh, with the first game and good luck with the rest of the year. And we look forward to having you back, hopefully, on the Housing Hour sometime soon. I look forward to it. Thanks again, and go Vols. Absolutely. Coach Butch Jones, head coach of the University of Tennessee, starting out his first uh, game here, coming very soon, um, later. So we want to thank him for coming in. Well, thank you to Butch Jones for that interview. That was fantastic. That's awesome. That's exactly what I would expect out of a coach. Mm -hmm. But it's just so impressive to hear, and the hair is on my arm. I'm ready for the game. (laughs) I know. I know. And it's so close. It's later today. That's when the game is. So – Um, You know, he talked about family being the most important thing. You know, you you just don't hear that every day. You might hear it, but I really, truly believe that he believes that. Um, And that's what he is trying to implement in his program. And it's really the way that he, I think, operates, at least from the outside looking in. You know, he finds that taking responsibility as, you know, the person in, you know, in charge you got, there's so many things that you have to do. You have to show these kids that you're a father, you're a husband. You know, he mentioned having his wife and kids down there all the time. That's impressive. Well, can you imagine uh, how hard it is just for me to have two kids and you have a couple of kids and have a whole team full of uh, a hundred and some odds or so. Yeah. Yeah. All of those young 18 year olds and under are, you know, what, what are their ages? And it's hard to, it's hard to build relationships. You know, it would be easier to just dualize it or is that's a new word I just created. It's just being, (laughs) you know, it's dually just, you know, maybe just didn't pay much attention to him. And I mean, I'm not putting words in his mouth. I'm sure he's a great guy or whatever, but I feel like that's what our new coach is doing. And it's what, it's not just about football. You know, you have to, I mean, my kids, I'm building relationships with my kids, you know, our employees, we have, you know, 265 employees. We try to build relationships with our employees, your employees, you know. And and the biggest takeaway of every single one of our interview people uh, all go back to how impressive they were with their head coach, Mm. whether it was Fulmer, Johnny Majors, or whoever it was in their life, professional life even, mm-hmm. what I talked about, everybody, they were so, you know, forming yeah, uh, that yeah. individual as a young man. So yeah. that's pretty impressive, and that's yeah. a lot of responsibility. Yeah, and we're going to continue with the Vol Nation series throughout the football season, and we're going to sprinkle some other really interesting stuff as well. So we want you guys to continue to uh, join us every Saturday at 8 a.m. Um, and we are just so thankful to Chris Treese and also Coach Butch Jones for coming into the housing hour with us today and spending this time. Later on today, you've got, of course, the University of Tennessee versus the Austin P. Jaguars. I don't even know what their name is, but they're going to be a little bit later, the Governors. So tune into that, and we'll, we'll be looking forward to having you guys back here on Saturday next week. Thanks again, and go Vols. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.